0: A simple overhead squat can determine whether you're, you have a better mobility in your ankle, whether you have a better mobility in the hip, pelvis is compromised when you're trying to go down, whether you have a better thoracic and shoulder mobility when you're trying to raise your arms overhead. One movement can tell about so much. So many things. Yeah. Most of the time when I see people when they squat, the basic squat, are not able to get the range of motion because they can't go deep. problem of low back and ITB issue is because the flexor is getting tight and there's continuous stress on the low back. We mm-hmm. have to be in the aerodynamic position and cycle. So the activation of core and the gluteals play, play a very important role. To work on the gluteal complex, uh, exercises like clamshells, banded clamshells, sideline abduction, sideline leg raise is what I mean, mm-hmm. pelvic bridges and uh, four point extensions play a very important role. The biggest challenge which everybody faces is planning the calendar, periodization, mm-hmm. working towards it. When do we prioritize strength? When do we prioritize the workout session? Right. Is it running, cycling, or swimming? Mm-hmm. That is the biggest challenge.
1: I am Venki, a working professional in IT as well as an amateur master's athlete and a coach for endurance sports. You are listening to the Working Athlete Podcast. Here, I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, I have a small request from you. Please subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also let me know what you like and what you would like to listen to more of by commenting in the comment section on YouTube. I promise to do my best to improve with each episode and bring you the best content that helps you and me get better each day. In this episode, I talked to Dr. Soumya Raut who is a physiotherapist specializing in sports related injuries. He runs a physiotherapy center in Bangalore called Stace Physio and leads a program called Fit to Run, which aims to make people strong enough to do well in their sport and avoid injuries. In this conversation, we talked about what can be done to avoid injuries, what can be done once injured, and what protocols need to be followed to safely return to the sport. As a runner who got injured training for his first marathon and became a cyclist, I make fun of runners and their injuries. But injuries are part and parcel of every sport, including cycling. So how do you avoid injuries, how do you take care of them once you got injured and how do you safely get back to sport you love is something we all need to know and understand. That is why it was really fascinating to hear What all goes into prehab, rehab and return to sport from someone who is an expert in the field. I hope you find this conversation as useful as I did. This episode is brought to you by The Bike Affair. If you are in search of a one-stop destination that caters to all your cycling needs, our today's sponsor, The Bike Affair is the perfect place to check out. I have known the founders of The Bike Affair, Krish and Gokul, personally for nearly 15 years now. In fact, my first century ride was with Krish back in 2008. They are both exceptional human beings and entrepreneurs that believe in providing exceptional service to their customers. And it shows. With over 14 years of experience, The Bike Affair has established itself as a trusted source offering honest advice and exceptional service. They are offering a special treat for the listeners of this podcast. You can enjoy a 10% discount on your first order by using the code BIKEYWINKY on their website. So if you are in Hyderabad, visit their store in Kondapur. Or if you are anywhere else in India, shop online by using the link bikeaffair.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Now,
0: enjoy the podcast.
1: Welcome to the Working Alert Podcast, uh, Soumya.
0: It's a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much, Venki. Uh, I really appreciate the work that you have been doing for so many years now. And especially this, creating this opportunity uh, to uh, make people more aware, make people more understand regarding the human body, the way everybody moves and the way uh, you know everybody faces different challenges and the way they try to combat and try to achieve their goals uh, very very impressive congratulations
1: thank you thank you Uh, Soumya I've uh, known you for a while now and uh, I actually um, worked with you for uh, uh, working on some injury not for me but for my wife and you know a couple of i have uh, after uh you know successful uh you know after you treated uh, her successfully i you know, uh, referred more and more uh, actually <laughs> uh, patients to you, and uh, they. I mean, to be honest, all of them have been uh, very happy, and all of them have uh, kind of uh, uh, came back and kind of thanked me to uh, so the, uh, for uh, referring you because they were free of symptoms after that and the pain and stuff like that so thank you for the work that you are doing and um... So I, I wanted to kind of use this opportunity for um, you know uh, learning and talking about uh, various things like uh, injuries uh, what can we do to as a prehab what can, what do we need to do as rehab and you know what do we need to to, for injury prevention, strengthening and stuff like that. So, I mean, I wanted to uh, use this as a platform to learn all of that from you and share it uh, with the larger audience. So thanks again for uh, taking the time.
0: Thank you so much, Venke. Thank you so much for this opportunity.
1: Great. So. Um, Uh, Let us, before we uh, get into all that, let us, uh, you know, uh, for the uninitiated, let us start by a bit of intro about you and your background.
0: Uh, Vicky, I started my journey in the year uh, uh, 2003, um, where I started learning about physiotherapy. But then the first time I heard the word physiotherapist was when I was playing cricket. Um, uh, where I had an injury, and um, I s- tried to seek some help. And uh, the coach said that you you, can, you need to go and meet uh, a physiotherapist, and he will help you, guide you in recovering from the injury. That's where it, it actually, it struck me, because that's where, whenever we used to play some kind of injury, some kind of niggle, we always used to push through. And that young age, we generally do not know how to go about it. And we carry injuries yeah. over a period of time. And when I went and met the physio, he spoke about, no, you have to exercise. You have to focus on all the parameters. There are components of fitness in your sport. So that that actually uh, was enlightening for me, where I got to understand that there's a, a separate field altogether. Because what we all knew is either you are a doctor Uh, which is MBBS uh, doctor and uh, an engineer. Apart from that, exploring other fields was very difficult. And uh, uh, I took the step uh, of exploring more about the field and I um, came to Bangalore to do my studies. I finished my studies, went back uh, to Orissa because I got a job with the Orissa cricket team, Mm -hmm. under-16 team as a physical therapist, sports physical therapist after finishing my uh, specialization and um uh, the the experience was enormous when I was working with Orris Ranjiting. Why? Because first, number one, our curriculum was such that we were more exposed to theory rather than practical. But then whenever I was exposed to practical, I got to understand finer details regarding what needs to do to prepare somebody to one is prevention, what you what you spoke about prehab and also management over a period of time yeah. and it is a big subject mm. uh, i got to work with michael bivin he's an australian cricketer.
1: tricheter
0: so, yeah. uh, awesome left hand yes yeah, left-handed batsman yeah. that's where i got to travel to australia and started working with a lot of australian physios that gave me also a lot of exposure and and, and a better understanding better approach which is hands-on a lot of manual therapy right. which is hands on which i in, in in those years was was not that much exposed to mm. and they taught me that you need to approach physiotherapy management to two important aspects one is pain management the other is exercise therapy or return to sport right or return to activities of daily living
2: mm.
0: so that gave me a lot of knowledge when I was with the with the the Australian uh, team working with them. And then when I came back to India, I joined the Indian football team, where I worked with Indian football team for five long years, Mm -hmm. Uh, learned a lot because I got to work with the FIFA Medical Committee, which is in Qatar, could travel the world, um, work with many high performance centers, uh, work with different physios from different countries. And uh, finally, in the year 2018, um, I, we, Hari, Hari is my business partner, right. Hari and I both of us started stairs physiotherapy and fitness. Mm.
1: So that's that's where we met.
0: Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's where we met. It's been. Uh, right now stays uh, five years we celebrated five years last year in the month of December mm. so uh, so this journey is ongoing and as you mentioned about learning every day is a learning experience for me right. uh, working with elite was different working with uh, basically we talk about elites and amateur but basically athlete is an athlete right. and the amount of hard work they put in When I feel that working with an amateur athlete is the most difficult uh, you know uh, part rather than working with an elite mm. why? because elite at least they, they live in an academy they have a complete structure in place where a coach, a physiotherapist, a nutritionist, a sports scientist the the entire team, the support staff, you know they discuss the plan and 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 the implementation of the protocol is in a more holistic way. Right. So, the injury prevention, what we are talking about, mm. is starts from the team. Right. Having a team in place mm. who work together, speaking one language, and that gets delivered to our uh, um, athletes. Right, And mm. those athletes are taught. Like, I still remember when uh, I was working with the Indian football team, we used to have two classes. One is a theory class where we, we used to educate them. Mm. And then the practical. They used to go and implement the same on field. So whether it's a technical session, session, or my session, where I educate them regarding every injury okay. that they go through, so that they are more Because for them, football is everything, mm. and uh, they really need to be fit. When I say fit, both mentally and physically, True. to to play the game. And pain has been the biggest barrier for every athlete, mm. maybe amateur or elite. Mm. So that's how the concept of rehab and rehab, um, pain management, etc. Uh, we we have been trying to inculcate this which with with everybody, whoever enters um, uh, the center.
1: Great. And uh, I, I can assure that, I mean, I can attest that you're doing a great job with it. Um, but before we kind of get into all that, um, I want to take a step back and say, I, I not know, talk about uh, you know what was your relationship with sport uh, growing up I you, I, hear you mentioned about cricket so let's talk a little bit more into that
0: yeah thank you um, there's a lot of difference in the generation or the era what uh, mm-hmm. I would say when I was a kid um, I used to come back uh, from school around four o'clock I used to go to the field and start playing uh, mainly cricket cricket was my game mm-hmm. I played cricket for my district and uh, was probable for my state. Hmm. I did not play for my state, but I played for my district. At club level cricket. I played a lot. Uh, It was all under 14, Mm -hmm. under 16. Right. And then, um, you know, coming from a small city and uh, where education plays a very important role there. Mm -hmm. And uh, cricket is a sport where you really need to be the best. Mm Um, and uh, probably I could not because I sustained a few injuries uh, as a kid because of overload and overuse, which I didn't know. Right. So I, I pushed myself, and there were certain injuries in my knee, which uh, the pain never went away. Mm. Uh, and uh, I had to stop and focus more on my studies. And but then the interest of being in sport always remained, you know, throughout my journey. Right. Uh, there are. In physical therapy there are different uh specialties like mm-hmm. you can become a, a physiotherapy a specialty can be cardio or pediatric or neurology mm-hmm. or orthopedics but uh i i chose to uh chose sports over everything yeah. that, that's that that time nobody used to actually take up sports that much because neurology and orthopedics was the uh, in the most most mm-hmm. demand. common yeah, yeah. were common mm-hmm. and, estimate yeah. and uh, that's how I played cricket at an extensive level and right now um, I, I try to run a bit
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, it's great so now uh, let us uh, come and you know talk about injuries right uh, how do you kind of identify uh, injury or you know how do you uh, go about diagnosing it right.
0: That's a very good question, uh, Vinky. Diagnosis plays a very important role. Mm. If you can diagnose an injury, then treatment rehab becomes easy. Um, The challenge is the structure uh, in India is such that everybody meets uh, an orthopedician or a neurologist first. Mm. And then they come to us. Mm. And also the structure is such that whatever the orthopedician writes in terms of um, follow, following the process of ultrasound, IFT, uh, that only has, has to be followed. But there's a lot more, physiotherapy right now has really become very advanced in terms of manual therapy, exercise therapy coming into picture. And um, that was the probably the biggest challenge which um, I believe every physio would face. Here in India. um, but the best part that worked for me was education. Uh, yeah. educating everybody, making people realize that if you have any kind of muscular, if you're into sports and if you if you have any kind of musculoskeletal pain or discomfort, do feel free to meet a physical therapist where they can assess and take you through a common movement, uh, basic basic movements where, there are a lot of manual tests that can be implemented, just like a simple test, like overhead squat, mm. a simple overhead squat can determine whether you you have a better mobility in your ankle, whether you have a better mobility in the hip, whether your, your uh, pelvis is compromised when you're trying to go down, whether you have a better thoracic and shoulder mobility when you're trying to raise your arms overhead. One movement can t- tell about so much. So many things. Yeah. Most of the time when I see people when they squat basic squat, they are not able to get the range of motion mm. because they can't go deep and um there are many theories regarding okay, you need to keep your foot closed, foot apart, etc but I personally feel that everybody should do a deep squat mm. if not, they can use uh uh, uh an elevated Platform where they can place the heel and get into deep squat. This is modified squat, okay. but the range of motion is achieved. Hmm. So likewise, uh, uh, you know, taking people through different movements uh, can determine a lot of things. I uh, request everybody before even they start a sport, playing a sport, they should get a musculoskeletal screening.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, why? Because we can foresee and tell them that, okay, based on your anatomy, based on the way you move your back and biomechanics, you are more prone for knee injuries or back injuries. Please Uh follow a certain routine of exercise that would really help you to prevent us where prehab comes into picture. Mm -hmm. Um, The difference between working with elites, was we had periodical assessments every now and then both fitness testing as well as uh, musculoskeletal assessment. Uh, and blood tests ECG which was being done on a regular basis so that's what preventive comes into picture prevention comes into picture Mm. Uh, after age of 30 and 35 when somebody thinks that I'm leading a sedentary lifestyle and I want to get into a sport they never get these tests done Mm. for them running is to de-stress or to lose weight yeah typically yeah but running is a sport it's a high-impact sport. Every time you run, the ground gives you back two to six times the body weight load. Mm. Now, how will your tendons, your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments would take that load? Is something we really need to think about. Mm. Our body is made in such a way, human body, that uh, it can absorb any amount of force. Right. But only to a certain extent. We as human beings become very competitive. We, though we say that, oh, I'm running to... De stress myself, after a couple of months, they would be running 10Ks and 21Ks, half marathon. Right. Who understand? Two under 60, under 40. Exactly. Eh? Exactly. Company? Exactly. Coming into the picture. And everybody becomes very competitive. Right. That's where I say, see, they, all of them, they have a job. They have their family. They have their responsibilities. No sleep or lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. N- nutrition, nobody understands. And they would give the, I mean, more than 100%. That's why I said, I I cannot differentiate between an elite and an amateur anymore. Yeah. The current scenario as such, and uh, previously, like I mentioned about when I was uh, a kid, or uh, we used to go and play uh, as much as possible. But right now, it's the technology area, and everybody is glued to our gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, and and movement has you know become completely new for the brain. Correct. If I yeah. ask people, when did you run la, They would say in school, mm-hmm. and there's a big gap where they start this running journey, or even any sport, say for example cycling or running, uh, without even understanding what the sport is all about. Right. So uh, individual screening, mm. uh, where we start from the way they stand, mm. the way they sit, the way they squat, the way they lunge, uh, the way they bend forward, uh, the way they stand single leg, uh, rotation of the spine, all those movements gives us a picture regarding where does somebody stand overall in terms of mobility, flexibility, um, imbalances. Right. So basically talking about imbalances, all of us do have imbalances, mm. which is normal. The problem is we are not aware of it. Right. Once the awareness comes, we start working towards it. Excellent.
1: So um, you talked about screening. Right. right, no, but say before an athlete comes to you, right uh, how do they identify whether this is something that they can rest it out or they need to see someone?
0: See people like a mission level athlete, when they come to us whenever they are in pain, hmm. then they realize that, okay pain is just a symptom which is 100% from brain basically mm-hmm. we have receptors in our body that send signals to the brain mm-hmm. uh, that's a, that's a threat signal
2: right
0: okay you might not not you might not have an injury mm-hmm. but if there is any threat the brain would perceive and yeah. that would be pain in those areas mm-hmm. like people talk about psychosomatic pain as well yeah. similar to that yeah. there is pain yeah. any threat in the body mm-hmm. so likewise they would come after absorbing that pain for 5-6 long months then they would come to us and try. then they would understand that okay pain is just a symptom I have to work on the cause. Now every pain on the knee is not always to treat the knee. There are structures around the hip which is compromised that's the reason why you have pain around the knee. Yeah. There are structures around the ankle which are compromised that's the reason why you have pain around the knee. Yeah. You have to work on the hip and the ankle to get rid of the pain around the knee. Mm-hmm. Again. Getting rid of the pain is not that you can get back to cycling 100 kilometers or running uh, a marathon. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that there is a return to sport protocol. Mm-hmm. Any part of the body when it is in pain, there is, number one is range of motion gets compromised. Mm-hmm. You'll not be able to move because yeah. that's how the protective mechanism of the body works. Right. Second is, there will be deficit in muscle strength. Mm-hmm. So there is a compromise not only in your knee, the other structures, your hip, your low back, your shoulder. So entire posture changes over a period of time because you're trying to compromise so that the job is done. Yeah. So mm. this uh, has been the biggest, uh, pro- I would say, a problem in fact um, to help somebody get back because already six months have passed, mm. which has become chronic right now right you have an open wound and every day you are scratching that wound so mm. that and now it's big right Yeah, you know, it's it will become difficult to treat absolutely yeah. and if you say you have to slow down mm. it really affects them mentally because this is the only way where they de-stress themselves yeah yeah
1: That's i've been it. there at <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 so and you talked about all the screening and all that see so let us um, so injury prevention as a uh, thing right when you talk about injury prevention what can one do to kind of make sure that they don't get injured
0: Yeah, this is is again an excellent question like i mentioned all of us do have imbalances again not being aware of those imbalances is one concern Mm -hmm. second is if you are getting into or you want to get into some kind of sport first understand the demand of the sports Mm. it may be running may be cycling for example Um, and find a coach it's very important to work with the coach closely Mm. make sure your support system is strong right because you are into a sport Mm. every year after the age of 35 we lose muscle Mm. three to five percent muscle loss every year Mm. and then if you want to really get competitive participate in races you need to have a proper support system in place. Mm. That's number one. Yeah. Second, you need to have a good screening in place. When I say screening, it, it, it should start from what's happening inside your body. All mm-hmm. your blood parameters, your ECG, eco, so that you know, okay, I have to run for 42.2 kilometers, or or I am a triathlete, I, I have to swim, I have to cycle, and then I have to run. Uh, all these sports, demand a lot, a lot from you and all are different sports with different demands
1: right
0: Right? so understanding that sport plays a very important role the mm. demands of the sport as i said mm. uh, like for example view to max mm. okay people should understand about view to max how, because of the demand of the sport it's more endurance based and we have to develop ourselves the muscle strength that it requires to absorb the force from the ground mm. How do I plan my calendar?
2: Right.
0: How many races do I do in a year? Mm. So that planning has to be done from before. Mm. And we have to stick to the plan. Right.
1: Learn. So understanding the demands so that you can put the structures in, in place, place. So, to meet the demand. The yeah. body might not be ready. You, your mind is ready to take yeah. on all yeah. those challenges, yeah. but your body might not be ready. Absolutely. So that you understand those demands and then Assess with your team of maybe physio, coach, or whoever, to understand if the body is also ready. Correct. Like your mind, really. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So that okay. If your body is not ready, what do you do to get the body ready to get there? So that is where a good strength routine and all those kind of uh, or a good training plan comes into the picture, be it cycling, running or swimming. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a great point, right? To kind of start with understanding the demands of the sport and then Putting putting a plan to kind of right uh, uh, getting words. the body bridging the gaps yeah. right Correct. so that is that is the essential thing for injury prevention. That's right. a great point, right? Um, now, and what what kind of uh, you know things do we need to do kind of as a prehab?
0: Right. right. Yeah. Um, like we're talking about uh, injury mm. management prehab. Right uh the 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 best part of working with a team or having a support system in place is not just about the workouts that we do, mm. but also the load management and recovery process in place.
2: Yeah.
0: How much is too much
2: mm.
0: is something we really need to understand yeah um, uh, physiologically biomechanically, we all have uh, we are all we are all are different mm. um, our pain thresholds are different right um, for a few uh, like many talk about um, foot strike pattern when you run mm. which is a which is a big debate right many talk about overpronation and do we need to change it mm. is something there's a, another debate right so there are so many things which is which is there already mm. Mm. and when you talk about uh, prehab what we need to do is instead of changing things we have to prioritize on we can go on and on mm-hmm. talking about okay you have your your foot is collapsing medially mm-hmm. your knee is collapsing medially mm-hmm. uh you have a high arch in your low back mm-hmm. your shoulders are rounded mm-hmm. you have a forward headed posture mm-hmm. we can just keep going
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay but can it be corrected is the question right can i can i, I progress in my sport mm-hmm. Can I? Can I? Can I? Many people say that okay, you have knock knees, you can't run at all. Hmm. If, if you see, athletes like Gibri Celice, hmm. he 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 has won many medals um, and uh, many championships. What
2: championship. is knock
0: knees? Knock knees is when the knee goes in yeah, when you run. Mostly so th- there is a compromise mm-hmm. the, if you ask them to stand with the f- feet closer mm-hmm. the knee would touch okay. basically okay. that's why they call it as knock knees okay. so, so when they run the body entire body compromises in a way that the job is done right. now we as physical therapists and SNC coaches need to identify and work on those strengths mm-hmm. rather than trying to correct that mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. I have no maybe idea. Maybe yeah. that that maybe
1: you know something it's structurally that correct, uh, correct. might correct. be from the birth correct. Yeah. Correct.
0: Okay. everybody should move everybody um, should exercise mm-hmm. everybody should uh, mm-hmm. involve in a sport mm-hmm. uh, this is this is what the research says right based mm-hmm. on current uh, when everybody wants to live longer mm-hmm. everybody um, wants to stay fit mm-hmm. again exercise with load management prioritizing recovery. Yeah,
1: mm. When you said, uh, you know, everyone needs to exercise, everyone you know, uh, that is a great point because it might uh, come across as something very, uh, you know, normal that uh, is accepted. But you got to understand that it is based on uh, solid science of actual observational studies of, uh, I mean, uh, decades of studies yeah. that uh, observed thousands and uh, you know lakhs of people saying whoever ha- um, are um, you know active they have uh, active in a sport they have uh, much lower all all cause mort- mortality rates yes right? yes so that becomes you know absolutely, a, absolutely if you if you simply want to live longer right. healthier, yeah, exactly.
0: You do, yeah exactly. exactly exercise and exercise divide understand the parameters mm. improve your cardiovascular endurance mm. focus on that understand your mobility mm. it's not just one kind of training mm. that you need to go through
1: right coming
0: I, coming back to prehab yeah yeah I'm mm. kind of interested so, <laughs> no, no yeah no. coming back to coming back to prehab um the screening plays a very important role as I said. Mm. Once an athlete is screened,
2: mm.
0: we have a list of things to do in order to support the athlete. Mm. We we understand the sport first. Okay, the athlete has to run for 42.2 kilometers mm. and he has flat feet and pronated foot, over pronated foot. And um, what would happen once he starts running with repeated forces um, uh, which is which the impact is more on the knee because once the foot arch collapses, the knee collapses. Mm. Now, when the foot collapses, what happens is the athlete starts complaining of shin splints okay. because of the TBL rotation
2: mm-hmm.
0: compromise. The other structures are plantar fascia under stress, which we call it a plantar fasciopathy or fasciitis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the at least tendon comes into picture, load increases. Then the knee where we, where we talk about patellofemoral pain, the cartilage under the patella gets irritated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And subsequently, as the load increases, pain in the low back. Right. So you know that one pronation of the foot can cause stress in these areas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you plan, you need to start with strengthening the intrinsic muscles of the foot. For example, curling of toes. Mm-hmm. Many people even do not know that pronation of foot happens because of the great toe. Right. The great toe deviates mm. inward. Many people you would see the toe going inward mm. towards the middle toe. Right. That is called hallux valgus. Mm. That is one of the reason why the arch drops. They would have an arch. Right. But they do not know that they have to uh, take the toe out. Mm. Or work on it so that, or have a separator in place to mm. separate in place, so that the foot is neutral. Right, and then work on the intrinsic muscles of the foot. Mm. And these exercises are very simple—body right. weight exercises or using bands. Mm. Uh, where curling of toes? Mm. How many of us really work on the sole of the foot? No, no, we do not. No, no. This is the first point of contact. Mm. Whether you are a cyclist or a runner, mm. running actually is a why, why, why uh, I speak more about running is because if if you're injured and getting back to sport, running is a milestone. Mm. You should be able to run pain-free mm. and then slowly get into your sport, whatever your demands are. But I mean, it becomes...
1: it's only natural that a physiotherapist and a strength coach should talk about running because running runners get injured all the time. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, <laughs> I, was a cyclist, I had to throw that in.
0: Uh, even you know recently, the demands on the cyclists have also improved now, a lot of cyclists are into triathlon, triathletes. Yeah, and they yeah. want to become triathletes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So running has been a yeah, major.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jokes aside.
1: Yeah. That is that is true. You know, a screening uh, plays a big role, yeah. as you say. Uh, so that you identify the weak spots and work on, uh, yeah. you know, proactively work on strengthening right. them and, you know, removing those, essentially removing those weak spots, which can lead into injuries. injuries. That is essentially prehab, right? Right. strengthening the right. weak spots and making them bulletproof. Correct. So, excellent. So, uh, I mean, uh, what are the typical um, injuries that you see and how do you kind of deal with
0: When I started, Mm -hmm. um, um, not many knew about prehab Mm -hmm. or what is injury prevention all about in the year Mm -hmm. 2018-19. They used to follow some kind of strength routine, but not much about prehab. that is when I get, I was I, in the year 2018 19, I, I was seeing a lot of femoral pain, mm. cartilage irritation. Um, but over the years, in Bangalore especially, I feel that our athletes are way more educated mm. and uh, literate about their body. Mm. They understand the demands. Uh, and also, periodical testing is better here in Bangalore that I have seen. Mm. Uh, recently the injuries have been uh, more on tendon because of lack of load management and recovery that's why i wanted to emphasize that yeah. so tendon injuries have really uh, grown very high right now right. achilles tendon mm. um uh, tendon mm. uh, hamstring tendon right um uh, these injuries are uh you know our are, are number one, two, three in the list. Mm-hmm. And then comes um injuries like uh, ITB, yeah, Bill band syndrome. Yeah.
1: I'm very much aware of that
0: type of I know. cyclists um is the one one major yeah,
1: yeah I mean that uh, that has been introduced to me again by running. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> running takes the take for that also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. agree, completely agree. So again, understanding that most of the time we need to really speak to ourselves. Why do I have pain only on my right, not on my left?
2: Mm.
0: I'm running, I'm stacking my right, I'm stacking my left. Mm. But why do I have pain on my right side? Mm. Again, pain. treating pain is not the goal. Treating the cause is the goal. Yeah. So that's that's the motive behind prehab and mm-hmm. um, you know getting back.
2: Right.
0: Following the return to sport, being patient is another aspect. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. Let Let us talk about that. Right. So uh, someone has come to you with an injury. Right. Right. How do you go about uh, taking him back to sport? Correct. Right. How How do you go about the whole exercise?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So when every when people come to the center, number one, they're in pain. They would have a mild limp if there is any issue. Let, let let's talk about um, uh, PFPS, mm-hmm. okay, which which is a part, irritation of uh, cartilage under the p- 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 patella, and it's very common. Mm-hmm. Even cyclists get, gets it, and uh, runners get it. Every sport do get uh, every every athlete, they do have some kind of knee irritation, patella femoral irritation, um, they would be in pain. So first, we start with pain management, mm. we do manual therapy, mobilization, of the p- patella work on the structures which are tight, we work on the soft tissue, uh, after the assessment is done, we try to understand what is causing it, mm. we understand that okay, the, the hip musculature is not as strong, mm. uh, the right uh, quads is weaker as compared to the left quads. Mm. And that's the reason why there's too much of load on the right knee. Mm and more load on the cartilage. Right. So once the pain comes down, we start with isometric exercises. Mm. We, we then based on the uh, intensity of uh, the wear and tear, we tell them that this is the timeline. Uh, now, the other part is we never recommend passive rest. Mm. Passive rest is complete rest. Right. Uh, what we recommend is an active rest, mm. which involves cardio and exercises. Mm. And everything is done in the pain free zone, mm. not in the painful zone. Mm. Say example, somebody who has pain in running, we ask them to walk mm. because walking is pain free for him. Mm. Okay, uh, if mm. deep squats is painful for somebody, we ask them to do at least 60 to 90 degree of squat, which mm. is pain free. Mm. Work on your core, work on your uh, shoulders, work on your gluteals. And then gradually there's a, there's a lot of jumps, mm. plyometric exercises, mm. single leg hops where you need to do those things and then slowly get back to sport 20 meter sprint 10 meter hurdles Mm -hmm. uh change in direction if there if if the sport demands change in direction Mm -hmm. then you enter this and 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 go back to your sport gradually Mm -hmm. that's where return to sport or activities of daily living comes into picture
1: right so basically uh first comes the pain management right and uh along with that is active recovery in terms of uh, doing activities that are uh, pain-free, mm-hmm. but still kind of help you uh, with uh, getting s- stronger in other well And then slowly get back to the sport with, uh, you know, gradual uh, improvement. Yeah. Right.
0: Progressive loading. Progressive, and lo- uh,
1: progressive loading, loading and then getting plyometric. Little, plyometric and getting back to sport right. in, in that order. So, the, um That is how you kind of, uh, you know, take the manage injuries and, uh, you know, getting back to sport kind of works, right? So, uh, one thing that I had to kind of mention is, um uh, you mentioned that how important diagnosis uh, yes. plays a role, yeah. right? Uh, we tend to, I mean, I lived with an IT band issue for years right and uh, it kind of uh, came into my life when i signed up for my first uh, marathon back in uh, 2010 when i was in the u.s and uh, that i mean of course uh, as it would happen right direct marathon i did not do any half marathon right so during one of those long runs which was like 21 22 kind of things um I got an IT band issue, and what I did was I tried to uh, look up on the internet. Foam rolling was uh, suggested. I did that, uh, then rest. That is all I did, and little did I know that you know, just rest is not going to help. Right. Uh, it whenever I kind of uh, it. After a week or ten days of rest, it would uh, be fine, right. and I would um, start running again. Five, six kilometers, nothing happens. I once I uh, cross ten kilometers or go to fifteen kind of territory, it would come back again. Right. right, I I got really frustrated, and then, but lucky, lucky for me that it did not come when I was cycling. So uh, I see this all the time, the meme that goes the uh, life cycle of an endurance athlete goes like a you know runner gets injured <laughs> becomes a cyclist. So that that's kind of what happened with me as well because cycling did not give me that uh, same pain so I continued cycling and uh, because I was getting the same joy that I was getting from running while cycling without pain I right. continued and you know gave up on running so whenever I got back I continued to have that pain resurface and uh, once I met you uh, and uh, you kind of looked at uh, the, uh, you know, my, you did some uh, screenings, uh, you know, postural screenings and stuff. And then uh, you also looked, when I said, uh, when I mentioned about the IT band uh, issue, you you looked at my, uh, what is this uh, muscle, uh, the hip? The, uh, the,
0: yeah, the TFL. TFL yeah, right? Yeah. The, TFL release
1: is, you know, what you suggested and immediately I could see the, you know, results and uh, the kind of routine that you suggested over that, you know, strengthening uh, of glutes uh, with uh, hip bridges and all that uh, kind of, you know, I can relate to um, uh, what you are saying right now, what you kind of uh, suggested with correct diagnosis, correct uh, suggestion of the correct, uh, you know, identifying the root cause with right. uh, the TFL tightness causing the you know downstream effects of IT band uh, issue, and then how to kind of uh, avoid that in the future in terms of. Uh, Strengthening the structures around it, the glutes and all that, right? right. So it kind of makes sense. Um, and uh, now let us uh, talk about, um, we we covered uh, prehab, we covered um, injury prevention, we also covered like rehab and uh, return to sport. So what can uh, people do to kind of... Um, Say strengthen and become bomb-proof of sorts.
0: Yeah. So basically, uh, again, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. everything depends on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Your goals. Mm-hmm. Many people, when I ask them, "What do you want to do? What What is your goal?" Mm-hmm. It can't be. I want to play tennis. I want to play badminton. I want to play cricket. I want to play. I want to run. Mm-hmm. So many things. So many demands. Mm-hmm. We need to choose one. Mm-hmm. Say example, choose one sport. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to choose a running, say for example, use swimming as a mode of recovery,
2: mm.
0: use cycling as a mode of recovery. But mm. running is prioritizing. Mm. Yeah, running is your forte, your genre. Mm. Uh, you can still cycle, you can still swim, mm. but use it as non-impact cardio, as a as a kind of active recovery. Right. Um, yeah, you can do it every evening. You can do it every uh, other day. Mm. That's fine. Mm. But then at the same time uh the the biggest challenge which everybody faces is uh you know planning the calendar, periodization, working towards it. Um, when do we prioritize strength? When do we prioritize uh, the the workout session? Right. Is it running, cycling, or swimming. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest challenge. That's why I insist yeah. on having a proper support system in place, mm-hmm. where they are always there to guide you and tell you that no, see, this, see, this is happening. This is this month is prioritizing this. Oh, I'm not running. It's okay. You'll 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 run. Mm-hmm. Keep a very low mileage. Focus on nasal breathing. Mm-hmm. Improve your endurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring your HR down, and then slowly we would have intervals tempo. Mm. Oh no, we are not having intervals. We are not having hill uh, repeats and all the about. Again, education comes into picture, okay. trying to tell them and educating them. The this is what injury prevention is all about right. is education awareness. Yeah, and then only things are done. Otherwise, it's very difficult. As you mentioned about okay. We understand that is stress in the knee, in the lateral lateral, lateral knee pain. Mm. But then what structures are causing the stress? Most of the time, knee has two joint muscles. The hip, muscles from the hip, they come down, they, they're attached to the knee or under the knee. Mm. Right? So we need to understand what is the biomechanical error that we are having?
2: Mm.
0: Where does the stress come from? Right. And then when we work, work on the cause, things get better.
2: Mm.
0: But again, if... Example, you are only participating in half Ironman or say, example, 21 kilometer, 90 kilometer uh, Mm cycling, and uh, um, you want to uh, participate in 180 kilometers of cycling, Mm -hmm. that's a big jump, right? Right. So you need to start preparing again towards Mm -hmm. it, as you mentioned that there has to be based on my potential. Now, Mm -hmm. 90 kilometers, I'm cycling, I'm taking five hours. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you want to finish 180 kilometers in six hours <laughs> so so what do you want to do yeah. you have to first work on 90 kilometers yeah right yeah improve your uh, capabilities mm-hmm. uh, because when you cycle uh, and your uh, speed goes to uh, 30 or HR is uh, um, uh, 1, six, in zone 3 zone 4 mm-hmm. zone 4
2: right
0: so you have to bring it down first yeah and then slowly improve on your parameters to get there correct and the time limit would be a year at least. No, I want to do it in six months. <laughs> yeah. So this is the, you know, debate and the, yeah, conversation so that we that, you know, that,
1: that kind of bargaining.
0: Bargaining <laughs> <laughs> is the right word actually. Not debate. <laughs> bargaining.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we want to bargain. We want to do it today, you know, yesterday, right? But how how is that possible? The body is not ready, right?
0: And then in between, Mm. there would be a race coming up. They would say, "I want to do this race." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Most of the time, it's very difficult. It is mind and the body both gets affected. Big time, big time. Mm. So prioritizing
1: and uh, prioritizing your goals what do you want to achieve right in mean, having that clear vision yeah, clarity and clarity and then planning towards that right right that becomes and then we can structure a plan around it like absolutely. you said periodization right Yeah. when do you focus on strength right. when do you focus on you know your primary sport right your, your strength can be typically focused on the base building period of your yes. sport absolutely and then slowly kind of when yes. you go into build phases you kind of reduce the volume absolutely, of absolutely.
0: All that, right?
1: absolutely. so yeah, all great points <laughs> so what um, I mean, let us give uh, the listeners, you know, something that they can start with. Say, uh, they they are at home, they are kind of busy, like every yeah. working athlete yeah. is typically right. time constrained, right? So what are, say, some of the simple exercises that they can do at home right. or... Maybe in their apartment gym. Absolutely. What are the simple exercises that they can do to, say, get better, stronger?
0: Thank you. Um, Always start from your deeper muscles. Mm. Get stronger inside out. Don't look for six packs. Rather work on the deeper muscle, which is your transverse abdominis. Start with the center part of the body, which would support the lower body and the upper body. One particular exercise that I always recommend to everybody is dead bug. Oh, this I is, remember you yeah, made me do a
1: ton of them. Yeah.
0: And there are variations to it, mm. which you can progressively, uh, you know, uh, imp- uh, we can upgrade. Mm-hmm. That's something I prioritize more than a blank, elbow mm-hmm. blank.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Dead bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people, um, because even, even cyclists, they have to sit and work uh, cycle for long. Mm-hmm. The flexes are very tight right um, and the major problem of low back and ITB issue is because the flexors getting tight and there's continuous stress on the low back mm. because they have to be in the aerodynamic position and cycle right. so the activation of core and the gluteals play, play a very important role mm. now um, to work on the gluteal complex uh, exercises like clamshells, banded clamshells, mm. sideline abduction, sideline leg raise is what I mean, mm. pelvic bridges and uh, um, uh, four-point extensions play a very important role. Okay. When we talk about the abdominal muscle, one is the dead bug, the other is the four-point hold.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: plays a very important role.
2: Right.
0: Apart from that, what we need to really focus on is a Achilles tendon and the muscle, the 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 gastrocnemius and the soleus, mm-hmm. uh, because if you are into running, uh, the the Achilles tendon take twelve times the body weight load. Mm-hmm uh which is which is tremendous yeah there is yeah. something called ssc mm. which is uh stretch shortening cycle of the tendon mm. uh, elongates comes back elongates come back so much of stress at the insertion of the um of the, of the bone right um and and most of them end up with unbearable pain mm. at the insertion mm. you can't even touch mm. the, the the heel right. or the calcaneum yeah it is so painful mm right so these these injuries are worse than fractures right okay and and they they remain for years Mm -hmm. together if not worked upon Mm -hmm. so so uh the research says that your every every athlete should have should be able to stand on their toes and do dorsiflexion plantar flexion for at least two minutes two minutes of endurance they should they should be able to have
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, gluteal stability is very important Uh, glutes provide stability to the entire lower body so there's a gluteal stability test where you place your head and upper back on the box where the lower body is out and single leg you have to hold it for 90 seconds Mm okay for an athlete mm. so exercises like this are of prior importance mm. more than push focus more on the pull because uh, you you are working athlete as you said mm. and you have to sit and work for long and your lifestyle is different mm. as compared to an elite athlete who where they are completely dedicated towards that right. particular sport mm. uh, so do work on the posterior chain work on your scapula mm. uh, work on retraction uh, work on your back strength uh, Next, work on, take example, running. Running is an eccentric sport mm. that demands a lot of lengthening. Right. So work, uh, folk prioritize mm. lengthening exercises like uh, nordic hamstrings, mm. um, reverse nordics for your quads. Mm. Uh, these exercises would really help mm. an individual prevent many injuries. Okay. So when we look at knee injury, you have to work on your glutes, strengthen your glutes. Mm. You have to strengthen your quads. Yeah. If, you are, if your back is injured, you have to strengthen your core. You have to strengthen your glutes. Hmm. You just can't focus on one particular thing. For example, previously, oh, my knee is injured. I only do knee extension. Right. You can never get back to sport. Right. I promise you, you can right. never get back to sport. Right. You need to start thinking about the root cause. The root cause. Hmm. Why, why is your knee stressed?
2: Hmm.
0: Okay, I understand that I need to strengthen my glu- quads, but also my glutes. Hmm. I also need to work on my sole of the foot. Right. I also need to strengthen my calf. Mm. So exercises continue mm. throughout. Right. There is no off-season as such. Right. During off-season, prioritize your body mm. by yourself so that in season you do well. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you mentioned uh, almost, I don't know, I lost count of <laughs> the exercises. But can we kind of distill and say, these are the few exercises. I remember dead bug. Dead bug. 4.0. point Hold.
0: Yeah. knees off you need to hold at mm. least for one minute mm. third is clamshells mm. okay yeah. lying down sideways clamshells yeah. fourth is sideline leg raise mm. simple enough yeah? yes mm. fifth is a bridge bridge yeah okay Good. sixth is Nordic hamstrings
1: Nordic hamstrings okay
0: okay uh, how do you do uh, is when you kneel mm. and uh, somebody holds your ankle you slowly try to bend forward okay okay so there's lengthening of your hams mm. and you
1: yeah people yeah. can look up on yeah, yeah. It, but yeah, yeah.
0: okay uh, that's a very important exercise okay. uh single leg standing proprioception balance training right yeah mm. and calf standing the calves where you stand on your toes mm. There is you can walk on your toes you can do dorsiflexion and plantar flexion while standing on your toes mm. dorsiflexion back on your toes dorsiflexion back on your toes here right. always on your toes so exercises like this awesome, would really awesome,
1: awesome. and when it comes to uh, cycling, right, specific, right. What would uh, what would be uh, you know apart from this? What would be the some of the uh, strengthening exercises that you use? Um
0: Cycling mm-hmm. um, uh, involves one phase, which is an explosive phase. Then a recovery phase comes into picture, and the muscle orientation, the way they're engaged. It's very interesting, mm. actually. Mm. There's a there's a big research on that. Mm. Uh, engaging those muscles play a very important role. I have seen uh, cyclists having hamstring tendon pain, mm. tendonopathy, right, at the origin. Right. Um, cyclists complaining of low back pain. Mm. Cyclists compa- uh, complaining of uh, irritation around the arms and fingers. Right. Uh, neck pain, mm. very very common, mm. uh, and knee, which is more lateral knee pain. Right. Um, so all these things are uh, a major concern, actually, because right now, as you mentioned about competitiveness. So what we can do is again, start with a few things which should involve rotational motion. Hip needs to have a bit of mobility. Right. Uh, we have to prioritize mobility here, where we need to do a rotational hip mobility, which is piriformis syndrome is, mm-hmm. is, is quite debilitating for uh, 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 cyclists. Okay. So we need to do that pigeon stretch. Mm. Uh we need to open up our hips, do a lot of hip mobility, banded hip mobility exercises, power band uh, like mulligan. Mm. They can they can work on the hip mobility, to open up the hips. Um prioritize strengthening of the glutes because in the in in the in the um uh, explosive phase, you have to use your glutes. Yeah. When you're recovery phase, use your quads. Mm. So uh but most of the time we uh, working athletes, you'll find the quads being dominant throughout. Yeah. So too much of load on the quads, quads, quads. Right. Um, and 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 um, uh, the other aspect is do work on your scapula plays a very important role. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of retraction exercises. Do work on your serratus and anterior strengthening, mm-hmm. and back extension exercises because you know, most of the time you try to be in that aerodynamic position, mm-hmm. um, and the back gets compromise big time, you'll start losing the curvature mm. in your low back, there's too much of stress in your low back as mm. well. So strengthen, do a lot of back extension exercises, little exercises, lengthen your hamstrings again, mm. do those single leg uh, uh, RDLs, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, which is which is very very beneficial Um, and um, do include Nordics as well Mm -hmm. Uh, doing put your dynamic core stability include a Swiss ball into the routine Mm -hmm. where uh, in uh, you you go four point but elbows placed on the knee Mm -hmm. okay and then you can uh, maneuver based on and challenge the core elbows on the Swiss Swiss ball ball. Mm -hmm. yes yeah so things like this would uh, really help
1: so glute strength can be uh, all the exercise that uh, I mentioned you
0: yeah all the exercise that I mentioned but we need to in- modify a bit based on the sport mm. based on the posture, form on the bike right. it's it's a very co- complex sport right. let me tell you it's mm. not just the biomechanics of the person but also the bike Correct. many people get injured because of
1: the bad bike fit, and all that. exactly
0: yeah. so uh, the way you position your arms on on the arms your your seat the way you sit and the placement of the your foot on the pedal. Right. All these three points are extremely important. Mm. So,
1: so, you mean, starting point can be the a good bike fit, and yeah. then yeah. strengthening all the, you know, importance.
0: Very important. Very, 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 very important. Yeah. You just can't sit on the bike and start. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: exactly. Oh, this has been absolute blast, I and mean, so much to take in, and uh, such a informative, uh, you know, uh, information uh, rich and very useful thank uh, you to kind of uh, end the session what would be some of the tips that you would give working
0: athletes i would always say that you need to listen to your body mm. do pay attention to what the, how what the body is talking to mm. or speaking um I never ignore mm. it can you can get back early so do listen to your body mm. uh, be patient and uh Work on uh, the processes, which is important. Mm. Uh, trust the process, trust your coach, For have a timeline. And whenever you create goals, it should be very specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time bound. Mm. There has to be a timeline in place and that would make the job easier. Amazing, amazing.
1: Thank you uh, Thank you so So for taking the time and sharing your experience with the working early Podcast. Thank
0: you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I thoroughly enjoyed every bit. Thank you.
1: <laughs> me too. thanks. That was my conversation with Dr. Soumya Raup. I hope you enjoyed that. If you are enjoying these podcasts and are finding them useful, please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to it on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting app. It really helps. Thanks again for your continued support. See you next week with another guest.